be with you. Hey, there we go. Let's get that thing down a little bit there. Inside voice, Ken. Inside voice. Welcome. We, uh, I got to share something last night. It was, uh, it was really an amazing, achoo, oh, sorry. What's this? Okay, no, we don't do that. We're, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, last night, um, we had an event there that, uh, right here, that was absolutely amazing, and it was uh, a game night, and the chili was divine, and the uh, company uh, people that showed up were even better. Uh, it was a blend of our church family here and uh, Victory Outreach and Richard and the guys that uh, from the home. Uh, we had uh, all kinds of games uh, that were played. Lots of fun was had there. And we had a magician by the name of Ken Sands, who is a, a local guy, and he's got a magic shop down the street here, evidently. And he absolutely blew us away. We had... Uh, lots of fun in our raffle with uh, the bingo, and uh, uh, lots of uh, relationships were uh, made and strengthened last night. It was uh, a, a time of great joy and pride for your pastor to watch this community and this love that went on in this room between people that would never come across or cross each other's paths were it not for the Father in heaven that brought us here to this little bitty church into the, that uh, fellowship hall that was the sanctuary for so many years. It truly was God, and it was a blessing. And um, the next time we do it, I encourage you to come. The more the merrier. It was amazing. So thank you to everybody that came, everyone that helped. It was beautiful. Um, the second thing I wanted to, to mention... Uh, was that uh, we are uh, celebrating, honoring, and um, sad to see our Patty um, go. This is uh, the last Sunday that we'll, we'll see her for a while, probably. I mean, I'd like you're not going to come back and, you know, okay, so, but, but she embarks on a, on a trail uh, that the Lord has set, up, set out. And so please do lift Patty up in your prayers. Uh, Change, as we all know, is uh, uncomfortable at times, and uh, it does cause us to feel sometimes that things are falling apart, and we all have had that, and, and, and it takes time for us to maybe to see how things are falling into place, and so please uh, give Patty encouragement through your prayers, through your love, which I don't have to remind you to do, that you do anyways, um, but, but that is who we are celebrating um, today. Uh, well, we're also celebrating Jesus, though, right? I mean, so that, you know, it's, uh, lest, I, lest I mess up on that. And uh, in short, I'm going to let you um, take a look at the bulletins here. Is there anything that, uh, that glares out that I need to say, Ed? I'm sorry? Wednesday? Wednesday? Which, which Wednesday? The... Oh, right, 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 right. Okay, that's, I'm sorry. Understanding Islam um, on Wednesday night, May the 9th at 6 p.m. Um, this is George. Sorry, Steve. I don't have my calendar in front of me, so I'm like, you know, not really thinking. But yeah, so this is uh, going to be a, a wonderful night. It starts at 6 p.m. here. Um, 
you know, I don't know if you've had an opportunity to talk to Steve uh, much, but he comes in and chats with me and he provides me with um, uh, literature that is truthful in regards to uh, Islam. And um, I'm reading a book right now that he gave me from an Islamist and, and talking about really um, how uh, America and how um, democracies are looked at. And it's, it's um, enlightening. Um, it's important read, and, and Steve, that's his ministry, um, not to oppress, but to inform, and then you make your own decision, and um, so I thank you, Steve, for that, and Bev for putting up with it, because I, <laughs> but thank you, and um, the body of Christ is rich. And, I, and I'm grateful for um, all the different facets that we have and for you uh, sharing your, your passions and your ministry uh, with us because we, it's better with you here. Anything else, Ed? No? <laughs> I'm going to start picking on you, too. <laughs> Jeff, anything else? Oh, I got another, uh, the, the brisket. Where the guys, there's a guy who goes, who's that guy that did the brisket? You got to tell him, oh, man, that was the way to go. So there you, but uh, anyway, let, <laughs> it was good. Let us stand and let us sing as unto the Lord.
In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Almighty God, to whom all hearts are open and all desires are known, and from whom no secrets are hid, cleanse the thoughts of our hearts by the inspiration of your Holy Spirit, that we may perfectly love you and worthily magnify your holy name through Jesus Christ, our Lord. If we say that we have no sin, we deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us. But if we confess our sins, Let us confess our sins to God our Father, most merciful. Almighty God, in his mercy, has given his son to die for you. And for his sake, he forgives you all of your sins. And as your called and ordained servant of Christ, and by his authority alone, I therefore declare to you the entire forgiveness of all of your sins in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. In peace, let us pray to the Lord. For the peace from above and for our salvation, let us pray to the Lord. For the peace of the whole world, for the well-being of the church of God, and for the unity of all, let us pray to the Lord. For this holy house and for all who offer here their worship and praise, let us pray to the Lord. Help, save, comfort and defend us, gracious Lord. 
This is the feast of victory for our God. Alleluia. The Lord be with you. And also with you. Let us pray. Oh God, you make the minds of your faithful to be of one will. Grant that we may love what you commanded and desire what you promise that among the many changes of this world, our hearts may be fixed where true joys are found. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. You may be seated. Good morning. The first reading this morning is Acts chapter 8, verses 26 through 40, and can be found in the Pew Bible on page 1705. Acts 8, 26 through 40. Now an angel of the Lord said to Philip, go south to the road, the desert road that goes down from Jerusalem to Gaza. So he started out, and on his way he met an Ethiopian, Enoch, an important official in charge of all the treasury of the Kendig, which means queen of the Ethiopians. This man had gone to Jerusalem to worship, and on his way home was sitting in his chariot reading the book of Isaiah the prophet. The spirit told Philip, go to that chariot and stay near it. Then Philip ran to the, up to the chariot and heard the man reading Isaiah the prophet. Do you understand what you're reading? Philip asked. 
How can I, he said, unless someone explains it to me? So he invited Philip to come up and sit with him. This is the passage of scripture the Enoch was reading. He was led like a sheep to the slaughter, and as a lamb before its shearer is silent, so he did not open his mouth. In his humiliation, he was deprived of justice. Who can speak of his descendants, for his life was taken from the earth? The Enoch asked Philip, tell me please, who is the prophet talking about, himself or someone else? Then Philip began with that very passage of scripture and told him the good news about Jesus. As they, they traveled along the road, they came to some water and the Enoch said, look, here is water. What can stand in the way of my being baptized? And he gave orders to stop the chariot. Then both Philip and the Enoch went down into the water and Philip baptized him. When they came up out of the water, the spirit of the Lord suddenly took Philip away, and the Enoch did not see him again, but went on his way rejoicing. Philip, however, appeared at Azotus and traveled about, preaching the gospel in all the towns until he reached Caesarea. We will read Psalm 150 responsively. Please see the back page of the bulletin. Psalm 150. Praise the Lord. Praise God in his sanctuary. Praise him in his mighty heavens. Praise him for his acts of power. Praise him for his passing greatness. Praise him with the sounding of the trumpet. Praise him with the harp and the lyre. Praise him with timbrel and dancing. Praise him with the strings and the pipe. Praise him with the clash of cymbals. Praise him with resounding cymbals. Let everything that has breath praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. The third reading is from 1 John chapter 4 verses 1 through 21, and can be found in the Pew Bible on page 1902. First John 4, 1 through 21. <clears throat> Dear friends, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirits to see whether they are from God, because many false prophets have gone out into the world. This is how you can recognize the Spirit of God. Every spirit that acknowledges that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is from God, but every spirit that does not acknowledge Jesus is not from God. This is the spirit of the Antichrist, which you have heard is coming, and even now is already in the world. You, dear children, are from God and have overcome them, because the one, of, the one who is in you is greater than the one who is in the world. They are from the world and therefore speak from the viewpoint of the world, and the world listens to them. We are from God, and whoever knows God listens to us, but whoever is not from God does not listen to us. This is how we recognize the spirit of truth and the spirit of falsehood. Dear friends, let us love one another, for love comes from God. Everyone who loves has been born of God and knows God. Whoever does not love does not know God, because God is love. This is how God showed his love among us. 
He sent his one and only son into the world that we might live through him. This is love, not that we loved God, but that he loved us and sent his son as an atoning sacrifice for our sins. Dear friends, since God so loved us, we also ought to love one another. No one has ever seen God, but if we love one another, God lives in us and his love is made complete in us. This is how we know that we live in him and he in us. He has given us use of his spirit and we have seen and testify that the Father has sent his Son to be the Savior of the world. If anyone acknowledges that Jesus is the Son of God, God lives in them and they in God. And so we know and rely on the love God has for us. God is love. Whoever lives in love lives in God and God in them. That is how love is made complete among us so that we will have confidence on the day of judgment. In this world, we are like Jesus. There is no fear in love, but perfect love drives out fear because fear has to do with punishment. The one who fears is not made perfect in love. We love because he first loved us. Whoever claims to love God, yet hates a brother or a sister, is a liar. For whomever does not love their brother and sister, whom they have seen, cannot love God, whom they have not seen. And he has given us this command. Anyone who loves God must also love their brother and sister. Here ends the reading. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The Holy Gospel according to John chapter 15, verses 1 through 8, can be found in your pew Bible on page 1676. Glory to you, O Lord. John records, I am the true vine, and my father is the gardener. He cuts off every branch in me that bears no fruit, while every branch that does bear fruit he prunes so that it will be even more fruitful. You are already clean because of the word I have spoken to you. Remain in me as I also remain in you. No branch can bear fruit by itself. It must remain in the vine. Neither can you bear fruit unless you remain in me. I am the vine. You are the branches. If you remain in me and I in you, you will bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. If you do not remain in me, you are like the branch that is thrown away and withers. Such branches are picked up, thrown into the fire, and burned. 
If you remain in me, my words remain in you. Ask whatever you wish, and it will be done for you. This is my Father's glory, that you bear much fruit, showing yourselves to be my disciples. This is the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. You may be seated. Please pray with me. May the words of my mouth and the meditation of all of our hearts be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. In the name of Jesus. I just can't help from the beginning till now and through the end of this day together of the sense of gratitude and gratefulness to the Father for a sense of tying things together. Um, this is not scripted, so I'm, you know, how unusual going off the, the script here, but um, listening to you confess listening to you sing this beautiful hymn, Liz, that you picked out, you know, at the beginning. It just ties into our scripture. And that's just not an accident. Joyful, joyful, we adore thee. Singing praises, singing you know, that, that all things with breath, sing praises unto the Lord. I mean, it's just unfathomable to think about. That the creator of the universe that spoke everything into existence would care what is on your mind and my heart. That not only cares, but he inclines his ear to listen to you in everything. And he chose you. He loved you first. Wow. Just speaking for myself, another W word. Why? And then I look at my own children, and uh, I am so delighted to see my little friend Astrid here today, and mom and dad. And you can answer that question. Why? Because I love you, Astrid. Because you're a part of me, and I'll always love you. You kind of see Abba Father a little bit different now, guys, a little bit. You know, how incredible and deep his love is by him giving you that precious baby. And all of you, can you remember that? That model that he gives us? Gratitude, thank you, Daddy. Okay, back on track. You need Jesus. I need Jesus. Can I get an amen there? There you go. I like the way that sounds. I need Jesus. You need Jesus. The eunuch needed Jesus. And here he is going down into Jerusalem to, to worship, and here comes Philip, and that must have been quite a, a leap of faith. The Spirit said, hey, go talk to him. And he knew what he was reading, and he could, he could hear uh, the words, and, and he walks up to the eunuch, and, and he says, um, do you know what you're reading? And the interesting thing is that The eunuch says, uh, how could I unless I have somebody uh, teach me 
That's a humble heart. That's a heart that's ready and prepared for God. And I submit to you that, um, that God prepared that soil for the seeds to take plant in. And he's done that for you. And there are eunuchs out there. All right, let's just... <laughs> there are people out there that are craving to hear the word of God, that need Jesus, okay? Whether they're eunuchs or not, I don't know. But um, the fact of the matter is, there are people out there that are ready to hear the word they're ready for you to open your mouth to speak with the Spirit for what you know and why and who you place your hope in. We all know the antithesis of that, the people that don't want to hear it. We get bombarded, you know, uh, through the media, those kind of people. And that's where I believe the admonition is, don't cast your pearls among swine, Right? But there's plenty out there that have a heart like this eunuch. The humility to take the time. The humility and the humble heart to take the time and be taught. You know, he could have said, uh, yeah, how will I know if somebody has, doesn't take the time to teach me? But he says, you know, Philip, I got to tell you, I, I, I'm, a, I'm kind of a big deal. I got a big job. I serve the queen. I'm in charge of all of her treasures. And this has just been a business trip. And uh, I'm pretty busy. I'd love to hear all the things that you have to say. I mean, you're telling me that this is not about the prophet, that he's describing his own death, you know, like a, a lamb to slaughter quietly going and so forth. But I'll tell you what, I'll have my girl call your girl and we'll do lunch. And maybe I have time to do that. And then it never happens. He didn't do that. He didn't say, yeah, make it quick, because if you go over 60 minutes, I'm, I got softball or, you know, I got stuff to do, you know. Sunday's kind of like the only day that I have off. He didn't do that. He had a willing heart. Can you imagine if he had done that, if he put it off? Why should we? Why do we? Well, I would say that our heart is in other places and we need Jesus to steer us back to what is important. We need the Holy Spirit that speaks to us and counsels us and points us back because the world is pretty attractive and we can get pretty busy and we can get pretty into ourselves. You know, he's a eunuch, but he's also in charge of all the treasures of the Ethiopian queen. I mean, that's, that's, that's a pretty big deal. But he was humble enough to say, yes, teach me. He's even more humble enough as listening to the word, engaging in the word. The word was planting in me. He goes, there's water. Why shouldn't I be baptized now? He got it. Have you ever um, seen the comedic and magician act of Penn and Teller? Do you know who they are? He's a great big man and a little man that doesn't say anything. Um, They've had a show out in Vegas for many, many years, and um, I have to admit I haven't spent much time um, seeing them. I've never seen an entire show, but I've listened to some of it, and you know, it's okay. And Teller's a great big uh, guy. Um, I think he's the big one, right? Does anyone help me? Okay, and Penn Jillette and something Teller. But anyway, Teller, the big man, um, talks about 
a, a, an encounter that he had with a fan. This man came, he was a great big man too, and he came after the show to have him sign uh, an autograph on a program that he had, and in, in engaging with this man, um, he, was, uh, he was telling uh, him that, uh, well, the man says, look, I don't want you to think I'm a kook, <laughs> but I really need to share this with you, and he shared a tract about Jesus Christ and the good news of the gospel. And uh, he, the teller's telling, uh, he, he's saying, he's like, well, I listen to the man, and I don't normally do that, but I got to tell you, this was not a kook. This was a nice man, a big man, but he believed with all of his heart what he was telling me. It was important to him, so important that he tell me whether I listened or not, and he says, and I did listen. And now I got to tell you, I haven't changed. I haven't bought into it, but here's what I found. That man cared so much about me that he couldn't let it pass without telling me. He says, how much would you have to hate somebody to not share this gospel news? How much would you have to hate somebody to walk down the street and see a house on fire and not go knock on the door and say, hey, your house is on fire and um, I don't want you to get hurt. How much would you have to hate somebody to not share the treasure that has been given to you. Philip did it. He was obedient, and he found a receptive heart. We get to do that. And we talk a lot about fruit, and, and it's a tension that I don't know that I explain really well, because as Lutherans, we know that we don't have to tip God to get into heaven, right? You know, we don't have to, um, you know, pull out our, our, our ledger and so how many good things we did. I mean, right? I mean, Paul is pretty clear. It's filthy rags. You know, it doesn't, it doesn't get me there. But then there's the other part of it that, um, that we know that faith without works is, is, uh, is dead. And so, you know, well, which is it, you know? And, and um, so here's, and I'm still struggling with it, you guys. I'm still struggling. But here's what I say, when, the way that, I, that it works. We are new through our baptism. We know that. We know the, the, that we died a death like Christ. We know that we have been uh, raised in resurrection like his. Yet we still have this flesh. But if we truly are new, and we are because God says and he doesn't lie, we are new, then this new creature produces fruit without really trying it, and we share it. What are those fruits? Well, um, on the top of the front of your bulletin says that they will know us by our love, and really the scripture says for one another. And um, good fruit. If I'm, if I'm a fruit inspector and I'm looking out here and I'm giving you a report, I'm seeing good fruit. And I saw good fruit last night with those, with those men there, with all, all of you. That's good fruit. It was beautiful fruit. It tastes good. It smells good. It looks good. That's what we get to do. And that's what the, the, the illustration that we see with uh, Philip and the eunuch 
uh, somebody that just goes because he's prompted by the Spirit and he shares what he has and what he knows to be true and the reason for his hope. And he shares it and it's received. And I wonder if sometimes we don't share that because if somebody says, I mean, if you go to you're like, now would you like to give your life to Jesus, which we don't really do, but if you say that and they go, yes, then you go, what do I do now? Pray with them. Ask them if they've been baptized. You want to go to a really nice church? Bring them. Invite them. That's not hard, heavy lifting work. And remember, you still have that flesh that's kind of stinky. But God can use it. And God will use it. And God will, will honor it. Another thing I wanted to point out too, and it's in our scripture today, uh, uh, about the spirit and every spirit that confesses Jesus Christ has come, that every spirit that confesses Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is of God. We believe that Jesus Christ was fully man and fully God, don't we? Yes? And we believe that he did die. We believe that he was resurrected and we believe he is coming again. There is no discussion on whether that's true or not, right? Right? I mean, we're not going to budge on that. Who we say Jesus is tells the world everything about who this church is. Okay. There are other churches that say, what? You guys know, I don't have to go through it, but some say Jesus was God's son. He was a made. That's not of God, because the other part of our scripture today says every spirit that does not confess that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is not of God. False religions. Well, that's not very nice, Pastor Ken. Well, you know what? The house is on fire. And if I'm going to come up and, and take the time to knock on the door, I'm not going to say, gee, I'm really sorry to interrupt your evening. And I hope that this doesn't offend you, but your house is on fire. It's that serious. We need Jesus. Don't we need Jesus? Do other people need Jesus? Have we been given the authority? Have we been given the work? Have we been given the gift to go and share love with other people? So if we are in the word and the word is Jesus, are we not in Jesus? And if we go share the word, does it mean necessarily that we're going to go through a theological dissertation for everybody from Genesis all the way through Revelation? Or can we share the love of Christ? Maybe a little of both. How about that? Okay? It's not that daunting. How much do you have to hate somebody to not tell them their house is on fire? We need Jesus. Okay, you said that a bunch of times. Okay, now, the, the ta-da! Ah, I made you look. Made you look. Here's the ta-da. Here is Jesus. Jesus met you and meets us in our baptism. We are clothed by him, in him. 
He saves us through our baptism. Here's Jesus. You need Jesus? Come and be baptized. If we say we are without sin, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. Have you guys heard that before? Are there people in the world saying, I really don't have sin in my life? Is their house on fire? Man, they need Jesus. Here's Jesus at the altar. When we come up, we come up sinners. Our sins have been forgiven because we have confessed and we have repented and we've been absolved by his authority, right? And for his son's sake. We come up and we get washed. Here's Jesus. You want to taste Jesus? No, it's not a burning bush. It's better. It's his body and his blood for you. It empowers you. It makes you clean. It saves you. It is a deposit on eternal life. It is a taste of the feast to come. Here's Jesus. So Penn and Teller, I think you need Jesus. And I'd like to introduce you to him. I'd like to introduce you to the saving waters of baptism. There's Jesus. I'd like for you to have the taste of the feast that is just a foretaste of what's coming. I want you to taste Jesus, Penn. And tell her, people outside of this church, and he's here and he's real, and he's pursuing you. In the name of Jesus, amen. Celestial shore, I'll 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 I'll
That was fun. Thank you. (laughs) Let us now confess our faith to the words of the Apostles' Creed found on page three of your bulletin. I believe in God the Father Almighty. In peace, let us pray to the Lord. Let us pray to the Lord for the whole church on earth and for all pastors, teachers, deacons, musicians, and servants of Christ's people, especially Pastor Ken, Patty, Liz, and our council, that the Holy Spirit would give us the joy of singing the new song, a hymn of resurrection, victory, in Christ, our Savior. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Let us pray to the Lord for the President, Congress, and all who make administer or judge our laws, that our common life might be conformed to the will of God. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Let us pray to the Lord for our church and congregation, that God would make us an outpost of the age to come, living already in this fallen world, from the joys of a life that death cannot destroy. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Let us pray to the Lord for those who travel, for pregnant women and young mothers, for the lonely and afflicted, for those suffering from addiction, for those who mourn, and for those in need of healing, especially those whom we hold in our heart and now name to him silently or aloud. Let us pray that our Heavenly Father would protect nourish, sustain, and restore them. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Let us pray to the Lord for those who come to the feast of Christ's body and blood this day, that preserved from unbelief and impenitence, they may receive forgiveness of all sin and experience a foretaste of the feast to come. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Let us pray to the Lord for those who have fallen asleep in the sure hope of the resurrection to eternal life. Let us offer our praise to God asking him to give us our portion with all his saints in light. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Into your hands, O Lord, we commend all for whom we pray, trusting in your mercy, through your Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. One of my favorite parts of the service, one of many favorite parts, but we've been forgiven, and we're about to have a foretaste of the feast to come. Let us now share blessings and peace with those around you.
Will you please stand? Pray with me. Blessed are you, O Lord our God, maker of all things. Through your goodness you have blessed us with these gifts. With them we offer ourselves to your service and dedicate our lives to the care The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. Oh yes, it is indeed right and salutary that we should at all times and in all places offer thanks and praise to you, Holy Father, Almighty and ever-living God. But chiefly, We are bound to praise you for the glorious resurrection of our Lord. For he is the Passover lamb who gave himself to take away our sin. And by his death, he has destroyed death. And by his rising has brought us to eternal life. And so with Mary Magdalene, with Peter and the witnesses of the resurrection, with earth and sea and all their creatures, and with angels and archangels, with cherubim and seraphim, we praise your name and join their unending hymn. Holy, holy, holy. night in which our Lord Jesus was betrayed. He took the bread and he gave thanks and then he broke it giving it to his disciples saying take and eat. This is my body given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. And again after supper Jesus took the cup and he gave thanks And then he gave it to his disciples saying, take and drink, all of you. This is the new covenant in my blood shed for you and for all people for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in remembrance of me. For we know that as often as we eat of this bread and drink of this cup, that we proclaim Christ's death, his resurrection, and his triumphant, glorious coming again. Let us now pray the perfect prayer that Jesus taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our
The table's prepared. Your hearts are prepared. Jesus Christ is your Lord and Savior. If you confess him as coming from God fully in the flesh, then you are of God. And I know you did that. I heard it. And I've heard it many other times. So let us rejoice together at the table. You may be seated, and the ushers will bring you forward.
Jesus, the very thought of you, it fills my heart with love. Jesus, you burn like wildfire, and I am overcome. Lover of my soul, even unto At this time, <clears throat> I'm going to have you stay seated for a moment because we have um, somebody that wants to say something. Daryl, please come on up. that we have here for Patty is in appreciation of her more than almost 13 years that she's worked here as congregation uh, at our church here at Reformation Lutheran Church. Uh, she, she's been the rock, the point person for so much. We started, she helped uh, start the, the plans for the new congregate the new church the new building here she was there when sam started cutting down her old building over there uh she was working with all those construction guys that 
kept coming in, bugging her and Jim and, uh, Jim and all his crew. Uh, the other Jim Brosman who lived here. <laughs> and uh, you've been through, I don't know, I, I don't know how many different pastors and substitutes and interim pastors until we're finally able to get Ken here. He worked with every one of them side by side, learning from them, teaching them. You're the contact person for the fire, the police, the voting people, the flowers. You've been the person that everybody knows. And uh, we're going to miss you. Ditto. So anyway, we got these cards, and the flowers are yours. There's a little flower, fairy gardens in all of them. <laughs> I know. And so we want you to have that little token. And then outside... There's a uh, little gathering. We'd like everybody to stop in and say hello to Patty, say goodbye to Patty. And I know that God's been walking with you. And he's going to walk with you. And so I just want to say, hey. God is walking with me, and he's walking with all of you. I asked Liz to play the songs for communion. The song, on um, the first one, he is with you to death, and he is with you in your joy. This morning I got on Facebook, because most of you know I love Facebook, um, and the, the memory came up of my crane day here at Reformation. And that was an exciting day because Jim said, Patty, get up on the crane. I'm like, you want this to get up on the crane? I mean, this crane was huge. I mean, and I, I had all these guys, and unfortunately I was wearing tight jeans. And I'm like, oh, you know, and I, I, I fall quickly. And, but I got up there, and I got to take the crane around and spin around and didn't hit the old building, so praise the Lord on that one. But um, it was amazing because he taught me through, that, through here and through that, that life is construction all the time. It's what you do with it and how you build from it. If you're going to take a negative and continue to think on that negative, you're going to have negativity. Um, God gave us the mind of Christ. Doesn't mean we are Christ. That we go to him and with our problems. We go with him with our concerns. And he will give us peace even in the midst of trial. He will give us healing in the midst of pain. And more than anything, he gives you joy, everlasting joy and hope for a future. So thank you for the 12 and a half years or more and the years that will come because you will always be in my heart and in my mind, in my prayers. Thank you. Will you please stand? And now the benediction. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. May the Lord look upon you with favor and give you his peace. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, amen.
you. Yeah.